Hello, so welcome to another episode of uh, Learn Enough to Be Dangerous podcast. Um, this week, I thought we'd chat to Mike Viking again. In the current sort of coronavirus crisis, I thought who better to chat to than the guy who's nicknamed Mr. Happiness himself. So um, I won't spoil it too much, but yeah, we talk about happiness museums, some happiness tips, um, and uh, and generally have a bit of a laugh. So hopefully this enjoys you. I hope you're safe uh, wherever you are in the world and uh, enjoy. Um, hi, so Mike. Um, amazing to speak to you. Um, Mike is uh, is is basically known as Mr. Happiness. So I mean, in the world <laughs> right now, we don't need Mr. Happiness. I, I don't know what we need. Um, but yeah, I, uh, how are you doing? I am, given the circumstances, I'm well. <laughs> I'm well. These are, I mean, they're not happy times, but they are memorable times. So, um, so we're trying to make the best of the situation. Yeah, and you're in Copenhagen. Yes, in, in Copenhagen, uh, but my team is in Copenhagen, Sweden, Germany, and uh, the Netherlands. Uh, so we just had a team meeting and everybody's doing okay um and yeah we're, we're trying to you know work through this uh, as best we can yeah so you must be sort of used to remote working and stuff anyway i guess <laughs> yeah we are and i mean i spend a lot of time traveling throughout the year but i mean some things you just need to be on site for doing um so we had actually planned um to open a museum here in may uh the happiness museum in, in copenhagen and been working on that for the past year and we wanted to open in a month time um but i mean I, I think it was mike tyson that said everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth and i think that's <laughs> what 2020 has been to a lot of us <laughs> yeah makes sense what was um yeah can you uh, i mean can you do a virtual tour or what were some of the things that you're going to put in the happiness museum i mean we are we are going to open it's probably just not going to be may but it's it's a small museum that are about the big things in life, so about what happiness is, how we try to measure it, what's the history of happiness, what's the science of happiness, the politics of happiness, why do the Nordic countries often do well. So uh, it's about the work I do uh, and the work we do at the Happiness Research Institute. And it's just to have a place where we can um, send people, uh, because we get a lot of people who wants to come by and see the office, uh, because yeah. The Happiness Research Institute sounds like a magical place where we eat ice cream and, and, and play with puppies all day. But it is. I've been there. <laughs> I know I you've been the there. Rainbow. And you it know that's true. not true. <laughs> <laughs> we sit like most people do in front of the computers. And, and, and then what we do is we look at numbers and data and evidence. But there's a lot of really interesting stuff in, in, in happiness. And we thought, let, let's create a place where people can go and see uh, happiness from different angles and where we can basically bring happiness to life. Yeah, and um, I mean, I guess today, you know, you, you, you know what, is, what are some of the sort of, you must have given people some tips on how they can, you know, find some more happiness at home. Like, how, what are some of the things that you've been recommending to friends or family when they phone you up and they go, oh, Mike, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Help me. The happiness hotline. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, what I try to do is, of course, put 
health and safety first. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from people, trying to sort of self-isolate. Um, I spend more time in the kitchen these days. I, I spend a lot of time cooking. I mean, that's something to give uh, and some extra love and care these days. It's always something I look forward to, uh, a, a nice meal. And I also spend more time reading than, than I usually do. Um, you know, books have this wonderful ability to allow us to travel in time and space. Uh, and since we can't go anywhere these days, you know, we can still explore the world from our couch uh, through books. Um, and then when things go crazy, I go for a, for a walk uh, with uh, Helene, my girlfriend. So, so those, are, those are the daily adventures, books, and, and cooking and, and hikes. And uh, do you have any, any book recommendations? Um, yes, uh, what I've been reading lately is a lot about architecture, actually. Um, I'm, I'm currently write, uh, reading the his, a concise history of, of Western architecture, uh, which I think is really, really interesting. I've been starting to look at how do places impact how we act and feel. Oh, wow. um, so, so I, I think it was what, your countryman Churchill that said, we shape our cities and then they shape us in return. And I yeah. think that's, I mean, you know, going down to a sort of, sort of more uh, sort of micro perspective, I think that's also true for our homes. Um, that I think a lot of us have started to reflect more on how we live because now we, <laughs> we are forced indoors. Um, and spending more time indoors and how that affects our, our mood and our behavior. Uh, so, so I've been just, yeah, exploring that a little bit. I'd imagine you're, um, I, I mean, have you seen any, cause you've, you've got, you know, several books out that, that you've, you've had over, made over the last few years. Like I'd imagine sales of your, the little book of Huga and uh, probably your new one must be, must be going up. I know that the, the sales counts probably delayed, so you don't know, but. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm six months behind um, on, on, on that. Um, but yeah, I, imagine, <laughs> I imagine more people are, are, are using books the same way I am. And, and you know, Hugo's sort of the art of creating a nice atmosphere. It's also been called uh, a perfect night in. Uh, so that might be the day it's time for, for that. And the last one was called uh, The Art of Making Memories. Uh, that, I mean... Again, it's not happy times, but memorable, memorable times. And also the books also looks at how can we retrieve happy memories? And that might be especially relevant for times like these. Yeah, I, I agree. And um, I just suddenly remembered your, there's no one in the world that I know that drinks as much coffee as you do. So whilst <laughs> many people are worrying about Lou Roll, I'm sure you're, you're worrying about how many, you know, have you got well, a listen, I've, I'm, I'm a changed man, Chris. Um, I'm, I'm down to... I'm down to three cups a day. No. <laughs> and, and decaf. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, but, but even decaf has caffeine in it. It just has 50% of the amount of caffeine. Ah, uh, okay. Good to know. Yeah. Good to so know. I'm, I'm not shaking as much as I, <laughs> I used to. <laughs> just, just for those who didn't know, Mike, uh, when I first met him, I think you were drinking about six or seven cups of coffee a day, if not more. Uh, um, so I think Denmark is this highest or second highest um, in terms of consumption of coffee wow. uh, in the world. Uh, I think it's Finland that, that beat us. Uh, and and I, take, I take a big part of that responsibility. I think <laughs> I'm, I'm mainly driving that. <laughs> Brilliant. 
Um, and um, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, are there any sort of tools or interesting things you've been reading from, from clients or friends of uh, other ways to try and stay in touch or lift your mood or? Yeah, and that I forgot to say that uh, before when we were talking about what I try to do uh, besides cooking and reading and so on. <laughs> I, I, I try to connect with people. Of course, we have these days wonderful technology that can help us do that. So uh, on Monday, I'm having a, a, a chat, you know, a, a Skype group meeting with um, friends I uh, grew up with. And then on Tuesday, it's the friends I went to university with. So, uh, so that's going to be fun uh, to see them. I think we're going to have a uh, a beer and uh, a chat, but of course in, in different places. Yeah, it's been amazing seeing that. I think there's, uh, the, the, yeah, I mean, there's been, even with my family, I've actually probably never spoken to my family as much as I have now. Um, I don't know whether you agree, but I, I kind of, yeah, my, my general thoughts were that never in the history of humanity, you know, probably the last time we had a, a common enemy was when dinosaurs were around. Um, <laughs> and, and nothing, Nothing seems to unite people uh, more in the world than a, than a common enemy, and, and right. we've never really had that. So, yeah, I'm 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 kind of probably like you, naturally a bit of an optimist. At, but you know, my belief is that we'll we'll come out of this a closer together, more compassionate, caring, caring country. And I think it's it's been I don't know whether it's the same way you are, but it's been really interesting to see the increase in conversation around mental health and well-being um, coming up as a, as a topic. Yeah. I, I agree, uh, and, and, and well said. Um, and I think, you know, before you asked about sort of recent research and so on, I, I think this is also a testimony to one of the points we found in a report we did last year on the sort of impact on mental health that social media has on people. And of course, Social media is a technology that can be used for good and bad. Um, and if you use technology, if you use social media just to sort of, sort of browse and scroll and, and compare your life to what everybody else seems to be doing on, on, on Facebook and Instagram, of course, then it can be a, a good negative uh, element. But when we use social media to actually be social and to connect with other people and to share stuff, uh, then, it can be, then it can be a tool for good. And I think we're seeing that these days. Yes, I was actually just chatting to Mikkel, one of your, your researchers, and he said that conversation is almost flipped within, you know, within a two or three month period. For the last few years, we've been talking about the dangers of stream time. And, yeah. um, and now it's, oh my word, thank, thank the Lord, we have all this amazing technology to stay in touch. You know, if, if this happened in 2004, you know, that, that was before YouTube was invented. Uh, Facebook hadn't been invented. The, you know, right. All these tools that connect us. Yeah, it's not that long ago. So, um, yeah. I think, was MySpace around back then? I think MySpace was. Yeah, <laughs> uh, true. We could have we could have been listening to music and getting uh, <laughs> on MySpace. Uh, but, um, I mean, it's good. also I know in, in the UK in two thousand and four, two thousand and five, we had an average internet speed of under ten megabytes per second, and it's now on average for the UK, it's about 50 something megabytes per second. So it, it enables us to do things like have this conversation in perfect clarity. Yeah. And um, that's been amazing. But I mean, are there any other research studies that you think or that you're looking forward to reading when this is all over? Because I'm imagining there's going to be a lot of papers written about this. Hopefully. Uh, we are actually trying to see whether we can 
find some funding to, to do a, a quick study right now while we are in this crisis when people are worried about health and you know, job security and loneliness. Mm. Um, it would be really, really interesting to, to, to do a quick study right now sort of during this sort of real life time experiment. Um, also to understand, you know, what are the factors that mitigate uh, some of these, you know, stresses that, that we are uh, subject to during these days. So, so, I mean, I was actually, just before I came on the, this, this call with you, I, I was writing a, 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 a sort of outline on, on what we could do there. So let's see. Um, it would be the quickest study we've ever done. Uh, we, we, are, we are about to launch another report. We've been working on that for two years. Uh, so, so usually that's the time frame we do doing yeah. the things on. Um, but we don't always have to be the turtle. Sometimes uh, we can yeah. be uh, the rabbit, I guess. Oh, I, hope, I hope that comes out. I, mean, I, think, I think there's a lot of good that could do. Um, you know, particularly with sort of revolutionizing the way that we work and uh, you know my my fiance works at a big insurance company and they're always sort of saying how uh you know we could never do remote working um, you know our systems couldn't possibly handle it and overnight uh, right everyone's yeah. everyone's remote working and, and the system can handle it and you know everyone's pretty much okay yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It's, uh, it's it's been amazing to see but um and I know also that recently we, the happiness report was 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 launched. Um, it was, yes. It probably got overshadowed by by everything else, but it did. I mean, and and it it was also angled a little bit on on the current uh, coronavirus. Um, but yeah, so it was on March twentieth, the twenty twenty World Happiness Report was released, and Finland got in top place once again. No, uh, Denmark second place. Uh, so so a lot of lot of not a lot of movement. Um, so again, as Danes, we have two options. Uh, we can see whether we can improve quality of life in Denmark, or we can make the Finns less happy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But was, was there anything interesting in the report? Um, so I know they normally have a focus each year. Yeah, this year's focus was um, the environment in a broad sense. How does that impact uh, how we feel? Um, um, looking at sort of things like social fabric in a society, trust, how does that impact uh, satisfaction with life? Um, but also um, uh, looking at a, a study uh, called Mappiness, uh, dominated by, by UK data, but where, where people have been using smartphones and been asked one, two or three times a day how happy they are and also had their GPS tracked so you can see where uh, are people when they're reporting more or less levels of happiness and find that when people are in the countryside or you know, in green areas, they are uh, happier than, than indoors and uh, at work and so on. So, so, yeah, I think a really, really interesting sort of deep dive into the environment and how that, that impact how we feel. Yes, I know um, in, in your course, actually, uh, um, so we, we, we made a course with, with Mike, uh, a, a probably a year and a bit ago now i guess um there was there was a mention somewhere in that of uh, forest bathing if i remember correctly right shinrin yuku the japanese phenomenon yeah it's uh, it's amazing and um yeah, i mean i think uh, if anyone wants to take that course i think we've we've actually you know taken off all the profits from it pretty much and just made it half price so um if you go to 42 courses you'll you'll find uh, mike 
and his happy course. Um, sorry, it's a, a, a total plug. Um, no, but it, not to do it again, but it might help you. Um, yeah, and I think we're also trying to encourage people to stay at home. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's all. <laughs> it's not too bad. It's a positive plug. Um, but um, yeah, look, I, I know, uh, I know we've, you, you've got other meetings to go to, and um, I, I know we've probably already taken up too much of your time. But I, I mean, I could chat to you for the entire afternoon. It's just hearing your voice is so settling, and uh, <laughs> I'm glad that that the Happiness Institute uh, is still managing to to create rainbows and unicorns uh we are yeah we we get a new shipment of puppies next week nice oh brilliant <laughs> uh, uh, you must send us a picture um and uh yeah i can't wait to visit you soon i think i was actually due to come over uh, what are we on the third the third of uh April. yeah in two weeks right or yeah. was it was it this week it was it was easter i think so i was, was going to yeah. come over on the 10th and spend uh spend a week there but um yeah i think this i think we'll have to wait now until towards the end of the year but we'll make a plan More. and then i look forward to the the puppy petting and uh, <laughs> seeing the uh the happiness museum right. um oh you you did have a call out for for items to send to the happiness museum is that still we, going or no we closed that and we we we've uh i mean we got more than a hundred um applications i think we narrowed it down to 18 um really 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 lovely stories and and what we wanted to do with that section of the exhibition is to show how similar we are across cultures and and countries that you know we're british and danish but we're first and foremost human and all these stories are just really relatable um you know a, a guy sent us his harmonica he's from the philippines and that's how he met his wife uh, because she was singing uh, outside a school dance where he got dumped by his uh, girlfriend and he started to play the harmonica to, to her tune and that's how they met. Um, or a, a woman from France who moved to Copenhagen and she sent us her daughter's um, asthma uh, device uh, because after they moved to, uh, to Copenhagen with less air pollution the daughter didn't have to use uh, that device anymore. So, so love and health and, and, and so on. I think that's something you know, we can all relate to, especially in these times. Yeah, I mean, what a, what a great way to close it. But um, yeah, look, good luck with the museum. Good luck with everything. Um, yeah, thank you for, for helping to make the world a happier place. And, Likewise, uh, Chris. Look forward to chatting to you again soon. Me too. Thanks. So really hope you enjoyed that podcast episode. It was really good fun chatting to Mike. I'll try and do some more of these while we're in lockdown. Um, it's a great time to chat to interesting people and hopefully try and uh, keep you entertained and have some fun with it. If you need anything, let us know. Um, you can reach out to us anytime on Twitter or you can email me myself even if you want. It's just chris at 42courses.com or at 42courses. If you're bored and looking for something interesting to do, uh, good news is we've made all of our sort of courses that deal with mental health and, and well-being. Uh, we've reduced the price by 50% to try and help where we can. Um, so yeah, just go to 42 courses and maybe take a course. But anyway, um, enough of my self-promotion. Enjoy, stay safe, um, have a lovely, lovely day or evening wherever you are in the world and look forward to chatting with you again soon.